Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ Today session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 2, Episode 289 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you very much for joining with me today as we continue with our study um, covering this week, which is October the 12th to October the 18th, um, covering 3rd Nephi 20 to 26. Uh, we're going to conclude 3rd Nephi 21 today and also look at 3rd uh, Nephi 22, looking about, um, looking about, um, looking at the section we've been looking so far this week about the work of the Lord in the last days to gather Israel. Um, What's interesting when you get to the end of 3rd Nephi chapter 21 is after we've had quite a bit of description about how this work will go forward, um, it says in verse 25, And then shall the power of heaven come down among them, and I also will be in the midst. And then shall the work of the Father commence at that day, even when this gospel shall be preached among the remnants of this people. Verily I say unto you that at that day, shall the work of the Father commence among all the dispersed of my people, yea, even the tribes which have been lost, which the Father have led away out of Jerusalem. Now, we know that this is referring to the time when the Saviour will literally or physically be in the midst of his followers, because they are. it's referring, in verse 23, the new Jerusalem is referred to. And where that new Jerusalem will, will be built, uh, we, we have last-day revelation on, um, but because of this, we also know that that hasn't happened yet. And so the fact is, is that this verse where it says the work will commence at that day is a late, is a day in the future, which then leads us to think, but surely that day has already happened. Like we've already began the work of gathering Israel. Well, uh, Joseph Fielding McConkie and Robert L. Millett explained it in this way. They said, quote, this is a millennial setting. It is a setting in which wickedness and crime and vengeance are no longer on earth. It is an era when goodness and decency and integrity are the order of the day. In this setting, in this day, the work of the Father, the work of the gathering of Israel, shall commence. Commence? Has not the work of gathering been in full operation since the days of Joseph Smith? Yes, the work of the Father shall commence in the great millennial day, in the sense that its magnitude shall be infinitely greater than anything we can even identify with today. Close quote. I just imagine a world where, you know, all the inhabitants are engaged in this great work. And not only that, but perhaps even the world is changed to a point where people can put more of their efforts into this great work rather than fitting it around their work, their work lives and providing for their families financially and things like that. Imagine what could be achieved when all inhabitants of the earth are working toward the gathering of Israel and when perhaps conditions are made easier for them to be able to engage with this more in, in the time that they are they are given, it would be a wonderful uh, opportunity and blessing. And you can see why it really will commence at that time compared to today, which, you know, obviously we do what we can. And there are many who, who do marvellous things for the work of gathering Israel today. But compared to that, it is a very small amount that, uh, that, that we are able to accomplish right now. Um, we go then into 3 Nephi 22, and the Saviour begins to quote Isaiah, uh, and later we'll learn about why. Um, but he he quotes Isaiah, and he teaches about how Zion and her stakes will be established, and Israel will be gathered in mercy. Uh, and in here as well, we start to learn about how the Lord will welcome those who return to him with open arms. 
In verse 2 of uh, chapter 22, it says, Enlarge the place of thy tent, and let them stretch forth the curtains of thy habitations. Spare not, lengthen thy court, and strengthen thy stakes. It's important uh, for us as as followers of Christ right now that we strengthen our stakes, that we make it clear that we will be here to stay and that we fortify ourselves. Uh, Elder Jeffrey R. Holland said this, quote, when erecting their sacred tabernacle in the wilderness of Sinai, the ancient children of Israel were commanded to make firm that their supporting cords and strengthen the stakes which held them. The reason? Storms arrive in life regularly. So fix it, fasten it, then fix and fasten it again. Even then we know that some children will make choices that break their parents' hearts. Mums and dads can do everything right and yet have children who stray. Moral agency still obtains. But even in such painful hours, it will be comforting for you to know that your children knew of your abiding faith in Christ, in his true church, in the keys of the priesthood, and in those who hold them. It will be comforting then for you to know that if your children choose to leave the straight and narrow way, they will leave it very conscious that their parents were firmly in it. Furthermore, they will be much more likely to return to that path when they come to themselves and recall the loving example and gentle teachings you offered them there. Close quote. It is important that we enlarge these stakes and that we engage in this gathering work for the blessings of those that receive those blessings from uh, that, that we are able to give through gathering Israel. But also our loved ones, those close to us, will see the efforts that we put into it, will see the desire that we have to be a part of this, and then they will be more willing to return back themselves, uh, which is a wonderful point there that Elder Holland makes. Um in verse 7, um, the Lord points out how um, he has not been able to give the, the children of Israel the full blessings. And he says, For a small moment have I forsaken thee, but with great mercies will I gather thee. And again, as we said yesterday, we uh, need to be aware that this is not just given in the scriptures for a personal application, but also this is a very literal uh, thing which has happened as well in in the history of mankind that right now the Lord is in great mercy reaching out to all the corners of the earth to gather scattered Israel, to, to, to gather those who will let God prevail in their lives. Um, and it is with great love that he does this, with great mercy. Elder Jeffrey R. Holland again uh, said this, Compassion, quote, Compassion and mercy always return and prevail in a most reassuring way. The mountains and the hills may disappear. The water of the great seas may dry up. The least likely things in the world may happen, but the Lord's kindness and peace will never be taken from his covenant people. He has swore with a heavenly oath that he will not be wroth with them forever. Close quote. Now again, we, we know that this is a an important um, thing for us to understand, that we ought to know that the Lord will uh, reach out and and bless scattered Israel when they return. But again, we can also apply this to ourselves when we know that he will do the same with us if we fall astray or if we lose our way, that he will be there to be willing to open us, welcome us with open arms and uh, and embrace and uh, reassure us. Um, this, this is, you know, just the wonderful message that he has for us in these words of Isaiah. And I think what we need to remember is that we have the... Um, the right and the reassurance, or we should have, we have the right to a reassurance that the Lord will fulfill his covenants. As we seek to rely on our Saviour Jesus Christ and his atonement in our lives, he will bless us and keep us safe. 
Um, in verse 10 of 3 Nephi 22, it says, For the mountains shall depart and the hills be removed, but my kindness shall not depart from thee. Neither shall the covenants of my peace be removed, save the Lord that hath mercy on thee. This is such a wonderful message of mercy and love. Um, and we need to really accept that into our lives if we're going to receive the full blessings of that. Um, President, uh, Elder Dietrich Fuchdorf said this, quote, My dear friends, the Saviour heals the broken heart and binds up your wounds. Whatever your challenges may be, wherever you live on this earth, your faithful membership in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and the divine powers of the Gospel of Jesus Christ will bless you to endure joyfully to the end. Close quote. In a time where people are very critical and very um, dismissive of, of the teachings of Christ, uh, particularly sometimes those who are the strongest critics are the ones that have been and drunk, drunk of the deep wells of his love and grace before and then have left it behind. Uh, it is wonderful to know that um, we can have those wounds bound up and he can heal our broken hearts uh, and he is always there for us. And I'm so grateful to know that he is there for us. Um, you know, and I think that it is something that we need to remember to be prayerful of every day, to be grateful for and to rely on. Thank you very much uh, for, for sticking with us with this study session today. Please do share your thoughts on what we've been studying in 3rd Nephi so, uh, 20 to 26 so far. And in anything else you've been studying, it'd be great to hear your studies on the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session. Come follow me and you can email session at gmail.com if, if you have any feedback. And of course, if you uh, are willing to join in a future podcast episode, thank you for listening. And until we meet again.